Welcome to Define You Radio After Dark Conversations, where real people have unfiltered conversations about the topics that influence the way we think, feel, and move. All right, guys, uh, welcome to After Dark Conversations. Of course, I'm your host, Valencia Griffin Wallace, and I am joined by my two queen friends, Queen LaVon and Queen Shannon. Hi, guys. Um, Hello. It's, uh, this is a very interesting topic. Um, yeah, we're pretty much talking about religion versus spirituality. So not to do all the extra in the beginning, because this is a conversation. And we're going to go ahead and kick it off. So um, now... 2020 has been a a very interesting year, but I think honestly, before 2020, I was kind of leaning out of religion. Um, so I'm gonna let y'all like, you know, what's, what's the difference between religion and spirituality? Like what y'all think the difference is? Um, for me, if I'm going to, y'all know I'm cut and dry, so to cut to the chase, for me, spirituality is that actual real connection to who you are divinely, and religion is man-made. Mm. I would say come right behind Queen Shannon and agree, and what I would add my spin is for me, I feel that religion is more of the act, the appearance of being holier than thou. While spirituality is actually where you in a place where, like Queen Shannon said, you are connected to that divine, that divine, have that divine connection with God, with who you are spiritually. And you are actually wanting to live that way and live that out instead of just going through the routine and the rituals of what we think Christianity is. We're actually living it. And. Honestly, I think religion is a business. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, Agreed. Re- religion is a, I, now this is my personal beliefs. I guess I should have added the disclaimer. <clears throat> Each of us have our own uh, beliefs in what we feel. Take take it, leave it, what it will. You're part of a conversation, so you must want to hear what we have to say. But um is that a good enough disclaimer? It's gonna have to be today. <laughs> if you lean a hundred and fifty percent one way or the other, this you may get offended. But uh, if you get offended, you may want to look into why you're getting offended and uh, look inside yourself. Um, mic drop or phone drop, however. But I, when I look at um, any any time I've went to church in my lifetime, right. So we started, my mom didn't go to church. And the only time we had to go to church was when we came to visit my family in Louisiana. Mm -hmm. Um, I was very turned off by church, the whole show of it. Um, I knew hypocrites in the church and hypocrites in my family that went to church. Um, I didn't understand the, the whole purpose of church. And as an adult, you know, I kind of went and didn't go, but I had questions. And a lot of people, what what gets me and used to get me when people would say, don't question God. Uh-huh. But 
I have a problem with that. Like, don't tell me, don't question God, because you, pastor or passer, don't know the answer. Because <laughs> I, I have questions. And if you're supposed to be, quote unquote, the direct link, you and God, oh. BFFs, then why you don't know? Mm-hmm. Oh. Shannon? You would ask me. Um. <laughs> well, I, technically, technically, this is a conversation, so y'all got to think like we how we talk when the three of us on the phone. That, Lord, I don't know if we okay, but um, <laughs> I mean, so I have to I have to agree with that statement, honestly, one hundred percent. Like I've always been the kid. I'm going to push the envelope because you said don't question God. I'm gonna turn right around and say, "Well, um, well, God, why can't I question you?" <laughs> so, like, I'm, I've always been that kid. Like, I, it, it doesn't make sense to me. Anything you ever want to know in life or in this world or anything, ask the question. Like, I never understood who told you you can't question God. Who who came up with that? The who determined? Had an answer. <laughs> right, and then everybody else just ran with it and told the rest of the world. Don't ask God no questions. Mm-hmm. That doesn't even make sense. I'm sorry. It does, it does not make sense. If I want to know something, I should ask. And I don't, I, it just, yeah, you just, mm-mm. what you, the very thing you tell me not to do, guess who going to do it? This chick. I'm doing that. God, why are they saying that? Well, why they told you, why, who did you tell them to tell me that? Like I'm going to full conversation on this one. <laughs> mm. I 100% agree because I anytime when I've had that don't question God, I, I I was just you know that student in class that nine times out of ten you didn't like because they was always gonna have a question. Um, so nine times out of ten I was that student. So the first time I heard someone you know state that you know like you're not supposed to question God. You know, one, I have a great memory. So I was like, but I thought you said he was the answer. If he the answer, that means I got to have questions, right? Mm. So for me to say you to tell me not to question him, then how is he going to answer? You know, he is the answer. He is supposed to be the answer to any question that I have. He's all knowing. And if he's all knowing, why would he not share that knowledge with me? So anytime I got that question like Shannon said, I came back with some more questions. You know, don't tell me I can't ask God or question him. I mean, he tell he doesn't have a problem with us questioning him. Have, because if you think, if you understand what prayer is, prayer is just having a conversation with God. It's like what we're doing here. We're having a conversation, that dialogue. If we have a question of one another, aren't we going to answer it? So I'm going to ask. Why, that's why I don't go to church. <laughs> that is not why, but carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I was, I was waiting, you know, kind of like double dutch, like, but no, that is part of the reason it's, it's several reasons I don't go to church, but that is um, like, you don't have the answer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so to me, it doesn't make sense because right now in my life, I'm really looking at religion as a whole, as a way to oppress people, 
as a way to get people's money and as a way to, um, you know, brainwash people mm. because the same quote unquote Bible, right? The same Bible, um, that pastors use to air quote teach from, um, like, come on now, it's copyrighted. It's copywritten. You know, it's it's been translated, transliterated, um, it, like a million times before Sunday. So, I mean, and and it's a million interpretations to what mm-hmm. anybody wants to interpret one single scripture to be like. You will come up with thirty different interpretations of it. True, and even even from the writing aspect, you if. You cannot use over a certain amount of scripture without asking permission. So how, so, you know, real talk, how, how am I supposed to believe this is God's word? If it's God's word, then the only permission I should need is from God. Uh, right. Uh, so that's why it, at this point in my life, and I think anybody would be crazy to, um, I question everything. I started questioning everything because I went to one church and they say Jesus is God's son. And then I go to another church. They say God and Jesus, the same person. Make it make sense. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I don't, I don't go to church. Period. <laughs> That's- <laughs> so, so I'll say this. Um, Growing up uh, um, in church, bishop's granddaughter, you know, the first lady, father and elder, mother, a pastor, preacher, aunts, uncles, brothers. I mean, all th- all through the line. Even mm-hmm. even at one point, um, I myself minister in the church. So I, deep in it, deep in it. I stopped going, oh, God, I don't even know how long ago it was. It's been over two years. Mm-hmm. Um. And I'll tell you why. There were a couple of things that that triggered the whole change. I've, as I said earlier, I've always been the one to ask questions. Even I can distinctly remember when I was like eight years old, asking um, my grandfather, how do we know that everything you're teaching us is 100% right? It's everything that we need. How do we know we're right and others are wrong? How do we know that? I've always wondered that. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I continued to grow up, I started paying attention to it's one God, supposedly, right? Mm-hmm. But multiple variations of a religion. So within Christianity in itself, you've got Pentecostal, you've got Apostolic, you've got Baptist, Kojic, um, um, God, well, I can't even think of all there is so many others. But all mm-hmm. of these he- under supposedly one heading under one God. And they all say you can do and act differently. Every one of them. Mm. And that began to throw me. So then of course, now here I go, I take, I, I, I need to go to the source in my mind. Let's go to the source. So now I go and I learn Hebrew. Um, so I learned Hebrew and there was a trigger there because once you learn Hebrew, you understand that half of the things that they say are in the Bible and the way they're interpreted are not correct. Mm-hmm. That is not even, it does thing. not, huh? Is the slave part. <laughs> listen, listen, let me get to that. We going to get, I, I'm going to get to that. <laughs> she ready, baby. Um, 
I told it's, you like double Dutch and Levon but, on the side. But yeah, it's <laughs> Levon got her Bible out. But yeah, that. it's I mean, as I learned Hebrew, I realized like a lot of just the simple phrases that will say, Oh, this means this when you when you start to learn Hebrew, it has that has nothing to do with it. Like it's so far beyond like how did you get that when over here, this is when they wrote it, this is what they meant. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, if we're going to say, you know, the Hebrews or the, the, the Jews and all of this, we need to understand what they were being, um, what was being conveyed to them. And I've always been taught when you read, even when you read the Bible, you have to read it context. What was okay. happening at that time? Who were they talking to? Mm-hmm. How did that apply? Like, you need to know all of those things that were happening. And what I started paying attention to is that, as modern church and church of, you know, this last century, whatever, will uh, that people will apply whatever it means to, to them mm-hmm. to write to fit that need. Exactly. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, oh, well, the Bible says the Bible says this. Well, who are they talking to when they said that? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, women adorn yourself and women ain't supposed to wear pants because that's how I grew up. Women ain't supposed to wear pants. Well, who was talking and what was happening at that moment when that when you mm-hmm. felt that that was said? Mm-hmm. We things are just thrown out there. And so that was one of those things that caused me to say, uh, you know what, okay, something just isn't quite right. So, and, and it's not that I believe people were intentionally guiding me incorrectly, but that's what they were guided to. That, and that's what they believe. So I don't, you know, let me just make sure I put that out there. I don't have any hard feelings against anybody about anything. I don't feel like, oh, people tricked me in church. No, that that was never it. But I do understand that people pass down what they were taught. Yeah. And what they believe. And they can and they pass that down. But at this point for me, I had to get to a point where I can no longer just accept the pass me downs and the tradition for my life, for my soul, for for my eternity. Like I need to know for me what it is. And long story short, the biggest thing that I found was that the God they tried to teach me was God is not God for me. You know, because I mean, now to answer your question, Queen Valencia, uh, as to whether or not the slave talk was in there, yes, but not in the context of what it, what it is like in, in the in the current Bible. It had nothing to do with that because they did have slaves. There were slaves, but they were not slaves as 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 we know slaves to be. It wasn't even that kind of deal. It wasn't. It, it wasn't. It it was nowhere near like what 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 it was used for later on it down down the years to say we're going to justify this piece now granted there are some pieces that were input in there that were not there but then i'm gonna let that go and i let queen lebron go ahead and talk because i done said enough child (laughs) (laughs) and i I just feel like it goes to you just you have to you have to follow the instructions you have to seek wisdom but you have to ask for and make sure you gain understanding because one of the things what queen shannon said i is absolute truth is that we do we take the bible out of context and we will flip it and rotate those words those words will be done turned inside and out to make Mm -hmm. it justify our situation to make our sin our bad, our wrong, whatever we want to do, our error, our faults, we want to make it look good or to make it seem like it's okay to fit that situation. And Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the things 
that gets us to the place where we are now, where, and I know I'm getting, I'm jumping a little bit ahead, but one of the things we will be talking about um, is with millennials and how they not as millennials are. And if you know our millennials today, they are very questionable. They have questions. They want answers. And you got to make it plain. Don't come with no. It's like you can't get us with the okie doke. I need to have clarity. And they will go and research. And that's one of the things that we didn't do. And I would say generations before us, we did. We took whatever was passed down. Uh But now we are at a place where. I think people are beginning to ask questions and they want to have understanding because you can't just tell me that, you know, um, that the Bible says this, but you've taken it totally out of context. You know, there they, there are some people who don't believe and there's still religions and people that believe now that, you know, you don't supposed to get a divorce. Um There is just so much that we put on people and the weight on people. This is October is domestic violence month. We know that there are, and especially in the Christian faith or in the, well, I don't even want to say the Christian faith in the church. There Uh are many women that have died that are in abusive relationships right now because they were told that they can't leave their husbands. You can't get a divorce or that you're, you're shunned, you know, frowned upon if you was to leave that relationship uh-huh. or going to hell. Uh-huh. Speaking of hell. <laughs> and let me add, let me kind of throw this off down. I'm going to go back to hell. Like, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I did go to the Jehovah witness church for a time mm-hmm. period. They only believe 144,000 going to heaven. Uh-huh. Correct? Okay. That mean all of y'all ain't going. Right. Well, but see, this this brings me to to the next thing. Um. Okay. Well, no. Let me ask this question. I'm gonna go back to hell. So if I say what I was about to say, I was going to hell. So. (laughs) So, Queen Levon, do you subscribe to what religion, if any, do you subscribe to? And then Queen Shannon, your your next statement. Like if I said, you know, what religion? Or 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 faith? Are you or are you? What would you say? More than most, more than likely, I would just say I'm a Christian. You know, because I don't follow any specific denomination. Um, but I would say I'm a Christian because I'm I am a believer of Christ. But I believe that I have a spiritual relationship. You know, connection that I can talk to God. So I, I would just say short, simple, a Christian. Shannon, um, I I don't I don't know how I would answer that. Um, I mean, because it probably turned into a long conversation. I mean, I don't I don't I don't classify under any of any of that. I, I just um, do I believe? Yes, I believe that there is God. I believe in, um, you know. I just I just. And and this is just this is just me. I for me, I couldn't even say that I'm a Christian because even researching that that was um, from my research. And I don't know. I you know I can go deeper if I need to find it. 
um, my research showed me that that even that term was a term of um, that was a term of, of teasing. If I, I use the word, that was right. a word they gave the people to tease them. Oh, they're Christ. They follow Christ. They're Christians. It was never a term of endearment or a term to hold mm-hmm. on to. It was a term for people to make fun of people that followed Christ. So even that, to me, I couldn't. I I I, I don't even subscribe to that. So I just I just say, yeah, I'm a. I, I believe I believe God is how I would have to put that. I believe God. Mm-hmm. And I agree with um, Queen Shannon. I would say I believe in a high, higher power. Everything mm-hmm. else is questionable. And and it's interesting because on uh, Cameron's dog tag, on their dog tags, they asked them, um, they put, what religion are you? Okay. Like they want to know whether you're, you know, Muslim, Christian, so on and so forth. And to my knowledge, there's still no term to say, because I'm not a, um, what you call an atheist, which you don't mm-hmm. believe in God mm-hmm. or you know, I don't know all the, all the terms. So me and him had a discussion about that. Cause he did not, um, he wanted to make sure. And, you know, my son's business is his business, but he wanted to make sure his dog tag reflected who and what he is and what he believes. So I'm gonna just leave that there. Cause that's, you know, that's his business. Mm-hmm. But, um, I, and the reason why I personally say a higher power, because we don't know, um, personally, if must is there, there's so many pieces of the gumbo. I don't believe in all the pieces. I just know there is gumbo mm-hmm. and that's how I could sum it up mm-hmm. because, you know, like Queen Shannon, when I started, when everything just felt so wrong and automated and just, it don't make sense. How, how can I turn the other cheek? How can, uh, slavery in the way people, treat um certain people you know you could justify it you know because you go repent on sunday that don't make sense to me and i uh, and i don't honestly i don't believe in in heaven or hell necessarily the way that we've been taught because why why i gotta wait till i die and go to heaven to have a mansion when you have other people they get that what if they got mansions right here, what they get when they go to heaven. And if you are a spirit, why do you need a mansion anyway? Make it make sense. And then what exactly is hell to to make me not think that what we're going through right now and not necessarily right now today at this time, but what we experience on here on earth, how that's not hell. and if it feels like that part of me that you know that wants to but you was taught this you was taught this I was also taught you know certain other things and got in trouble for like I'm not a turn other cheek type of person so I'm going to hell because of that I'm going to hell because I have tattoos like But wait, the pastors that's sleeping with everybody and some on the down low, they not going to hell? Make it make sense. So tell me how this is not hell. I think hell is a state of mind that when we've been oppressed and everything else and, you know, inside of us, I we put ourselves in hell. 
Yes. Or we could create our own heaven here. And if I'm a spirit, I don't I don't need a mansion. But you think that's why you look at so many Christian or religious people, however you want to categorize them, feel like they, and I think it's a mental thing. They feel like they are supposed to live, you know, in poverty, you know, like, Mm -hmm. like humility. You know, I'm so humble because I don't have anything. But, you know, and it's one of the things that my bishop, our bishop said years ago, he was like, why you? Why? Why do you want to wait to die to um, get a mansion? What God gonna do with a mansion in heaven? Like really? What? Why would He not want you to have that here? And I think people get so caught up with thinking where it is better for me not to have anything because I look holier than thou, and then but I'm gonna go to heaven and God is gonna bless me with all these riches and go. No. No. There is nothing that says you can't have, you know, a mansion here. You can't have wealth here. You know, you can't have riches here. You can't be happy here. You don't have to die to find peace. Mm. <laughs> Lord. Lord have mercy. But you don't. And it's and I hate to see people get like that and be have it so twisted. Like you I, I always I just I you know I've called people, I'm like, look, you can start with that false humility. Uh, stop it. Shannon, I hear you. Uh, if I'm I just, did it, I did be proud of what you did. Yeah, I worked hard to get this. You know, uh-huh. it may have been the grace of God. I thank God for giving, you know, I have been blessed with these talents or these abilities, but why I'm going to negate my gift to make you feel better. God to celebrate. Honey, well, there it is right there again, where they take part of a scripture and use it to fit their case. Uh, yeah. It's easier for a, a, a rich man to go through the Ivan. What is what's that scripture the that they Ivan, use for? The, a camel, yeah, yeah, that right there. That's Nothing, what they no. want to use to justify being broke and I, and poor. Anything that I, and and power. anybody that tends to have something, they got a problem with it. Period. Any anything that doesn't empower me is not for me. And um, you think about it, how many times when we were growing up, we heard people saying the root of money is all is evil. You know, broke people. Yeah, yep. but, then, I mean, when, but then to have some, you know, <laughs> you seeing about it don't even say the root of money. It says the love of money. It didn't say you uh-huh. couldn't have it. You just don't need the love and lust off of after of it. It just that. But 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 even that honestly it's not even telling you that you can't love money. It's just simply telling you if you love money, that's the root of your evil. It's not even telling you you can't love it. Yes. Like it's telling your God. Right. It's telling you, okay, fine. You can love money, but if you love it, but understand that that's the root of all evil. That's all it's saying to you. It's not saying that you can't have money. It's not saying you got to be broken. It's not, it's not saying none of that. It's, it's telling you to here it is. Right. And here it is. God. Don't get but too carried away. Go it. get your money, but don't make it you everything. Like don't make said, everything in the world the about you people, getting a dollar. The people that don't have money or they want to throw shade because you're doing good. That's telling you that. Mm-hmm. That are making those types of statements. Mm-hmm. I blame it on the pastors. I can't, you can't blame it on pastors. 
I'm, you can't. I, I'm not saying all pastors. But that's like blaming I'm the teacher for your. That's like blaming the teacher for your child not being smart. Exactly my point. You got to do your own research. Yes. No, no, but if the teacher is teaching wrong because it benefits them, so so let's 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 just be honest because they have some people, and it's not that people can't think for themselves. Is if you look at because it, it when you start to deny everything you've been taught right if you've been taught religion your whole life when you start to deny it because it doesn't make sense it does not feel good you understand what i'm saying so if so i could see how somebody could start questioning things but then it's been beating their whole their head their whole life don't question this don't question that turn the other cheek uh you know all of that stuff Sometimes it's easier to to do, you know, kind of like the devil you know versus the devil you don't know. Because yeah. at least I know I got church every Sunday. I get my tithes one day. It's gonna be all right. Everything else. Some people, especially back in the day, had that had that mindset. And I think you know, honestly, when my, when my uncle, it's it's been sprinkling throughout my whole entire life right but when my uncle committed suicide and the pastor with his fat cuss word gonna talk about my uncle going to hell no you going to hell pastor. i know you i know you lying no because you think about it i don't know where that's at in the bible it's okay? not it's not but you how many times have you heard people say that somebody commits suicide they going to hell i've heard that all so, my life yeah true i've heard it and um and so you and my uncle faithfully went to church and did all this this and this at church and everything you know so that i would tell you the and because like you said i had heard that for for ever you know growing up and it wasn't until um oh it might be 10 years almost 10 years uh, one of my employees, which I called him my work son, actually committed suicide. And to go to his funeral and to hear a minister speak about this. Mm-hmm. And what and it gave me the the revelation that it gave me was like, wow, because he was like, you know, talking to the family and pretty much was saying you can't get caught up in that slave mentality pretty much that mindset that had has held us hostage for so long because like he said you don't know just because at the point where the person whether they took the pill or they slit their wrists or whatever they did it's not like they died instantaneously uh-huh. and you don't know what happened in those moments so you can't tell somebody that because they kill themselves, you know, tell the family that they automatically go into hell. Like, really? So now you're saying, you know what God doing. Mm. Mm. He made that statement, like he said, and he was like, I just choose to believe in those. Um, and I think the doctors had told him like how long it was after he, you know, committed suicide before his body actually, you know, life left his body. And he was like, I, I just choose to believe that in those moments, you know, that something beautiful took place. And it was in that moment that I was like, wow. You know, I had been just 
you know, going by what I had been taught. And I would say that was probably the point where I became even more. I've always been a scholar, but I really became a Bible scholar. Mm-hmm. Where I wanted to have understanding um, of the word. And as even Shannon talked about earlier, you have to understand the context in which it was written. Mm-hmm. And I could say with all of us, you know, being writers, you know, when you write something at a at a season in your life, and especially if you're thinking about, you know, if you're going back, and I would say especially Queen um, Valencia, because you've written about your childhood and growing up, there are some certain emotions that you can bring into that pen that as you write, those emotions become back real for you. Right. And things that you say at that point, that doesn't mean that's the way you still feel or that was the way you speak to everyone or that you hate everyone. You know, we people forget that you have to take things in context and think about what the person, what was being said, what was going on around them. There's a lot to take into account instead of just taking it out and saying, well, this sounds good and it's going to justify my wrong. Mm. So I'm going to make it right with this. I forgive nothing. <laughs> and I only let, that that's the most freeing when I decided like okay I I have to think about like I can't do religion because religion say you got to forgive I don't I don't have to forgive sugar honey iced tea you know what I'm saying I don't and I only change <clears throat> the names in the book to protect the guilty from suing me. When I, somebody picks it up and decides to give me seven figures for it, you get nothing. I changed mm-hmm. your name exactly. Not because I wanted to protect you, but because I'm protecting my ducats mm-hmm. period. But I, that was the most freeing thing because I feel like I, sh- why is the responsibility on me to forgive that's like the whole uh, turn the other cheek thing. No, no, and no. I'm not. I'm not. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm not. I'm not that big of a person. Nor do I have the desire to be. Why should I for- forgiveness make me makes me feel good or takes? No, it don't. It makes me feel better. Say, so I will never forgive you. I hope you go to hell if it exists, <laughs> and oh I hope God. that you get karma back. It's not my job to repay you. Neither is it my job to forgive you. Shannon, I'm doing a whole eye roll. I can tell. You can hear it. I can definitely hear that she rolling her eyes when she said, I don't have to forget. We got you. We got you. I had to get that out. That was on my chest. I'm glad you got it off. I'm glad you got that off you. (laughs) I mean, but if I will say something, I I do feel um, to some to some degree that it is a form of control. Well, to a big degree, it, it to me, I think it. I think religion itself has become a major form of control. Um, I think it, it, because if you. Like I said, growing up in it, you I hear you hear a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff you encounter, and one of the things that you that that at least I've come to realize is that um, there's a lot of contradictory things that are said back and forth. 
And it's all in a, all to me in an attempt to control me, to get me to do, um, whatever it is that, that you want me to do or not do. Um, I, I often have to refer people now, like I said, just because I don't go, don't, doesn't mean I don't know what I, I know what's there. And I often have to tell people, if you go and read the book of Romans, if you read in Romans, Romans clearly tells you what's right for you is right for you. What's wrong for you is wrong for you. And do not try to attempt to put that on somebody else. And you should respect what somebody else feels is right and what's wrong for them. Respect their decision. Now, that's just me breaking it down into layman's terms. But there is the piece in there that also says, um, if you, if, if say you do a thing and if you do not feel condemned in your heart, mm-hmm. keep it moving. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, we allow people to convict us mm-hmm. of something. And my heart told me I'm okay with. My spirit says, baby, we good with this. I just had to tell her off and I don't feel bad about it mm-hmm. because she, she warranted me telling her about herself at this moment. But now I get over here to the church and now somebody's convicting me by saying, well, the Bible says you're supposed to season your words. I seasoned them with some cayenne pepper. <laughs> cayenne pepper on her. <laughs> What you mean? But now you're making me feel bad because I did what I needed, what what at the moment I felt was needed for me to do. And now you're convicting me, making me feel bad for something I don't feel condemned about. But we won't go, we won't read that, we won't pay that any attention. We'll go past that all of that to the control factor of saying, well, you're supposed to season your words. You can, and then they use the old wives' tape uh, 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 quote, you get more fly, uh, bees or flies or whatever with honey. I don't mm-hmm. care if I wanted that bee or that fly, I could have gotten it, but I don't want that. <laughs> like, that's just where I'm at with it. At some point, people have to understand that the same, the same, let me just, okay, let me say it this way. When I said earlier, I've come to the conclusion that the God that they tried to teach me is not the God that, that I've come to know. The God that I've come to know is the God that I've understood resides within me. Mm-hmm. So that God within me is that silent conscience that tells me, Shannon, don't do or Shannon, do. Listening to that is my guiding factor. That's the spirit. That's the all but all powerful being. That's the higher power that's guiding me through this life, through this journey to, to get where I need to get. So to override that voice, that mm-hmm. conscious that tells me, cuss her out, <laughs> to listen to you, to say, no, you just got to keep just just keep praying for him. Be nice to her. I'm 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 going against the very grain of the God that's in me. Mm. See the pickup right where Shannon and the way I feel because, like you said, to go against and not say what's on your chest to hold those words, and to me, that's holding them even greater harm to yourself. And uh-huh. God told me to love myself, and He said He did say vengeance is mine. And most people don't realize if you have to read that full scripture, it says. For you know, it's um, and this I'm this is the NIV version. Do not take vengeance, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay. He didn't say I couldn't tell him off. He just said, he said to leave some room for him. Meaning, 
I'm going to say what I have to I'm say. <laughs> and he's going to come through and he's going to finish the rest. I, Pretty much. I, I'm, I'm going to say this. Because people use that scripture a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Vengeance, vengeance is mine. However, I'm a firm believer in eye for an eye. You you can't stab me and I'm going to slap you and say God and vengeance is the Lord's. Mm-hmm. He you said know, leave room for him. Okay, so this show does not have to advocate violence <laughs> that's the disclaimer but it's to me I feel like if he says leave room he's not saying that I can't have some space he's just saying to make room for him to come through too that's all he's saying <laughs> and however he, however God gonna decide to handle that then so be it but mm-hmm. I did my part and said what I had to say pretty much because what I'm not going to do are. is carry that pain and that, that aggravation around me because what we have to learn and if no, if you haven't learned anything else in 2020 what we've learned is when you don't release that stuff on you people will continue to try you mm-hmm. and continue to come at you because they mm-hmm. feel they can continue to do so and mm-hmm. you are bringing harm to yourself by allowing them to continue to, be, to act that way and to carry on those same behaviors concerning you. You will not carry those behaviors concerning me. Let me check you where you stand. And harming your community by going on exactly. forgiveness tours. Thank all- you. Because I'm a Christian. No, so what's going to happen? Somebody else run up on somebody thinking they're going to get that same Christian mm-hmm. treatment and going to get hurt. Uh-huh. So I, I'm going leave to it, leave it at that because this is part one. Uh, <laughs> we got so much to get into. This Y'all, is the Jesus uh, flipping table set segment. Yeah. But I'm going to ask one quick question before we cut uh cut part one we know it's going to be several parts we hope you guys definitely have enjoyed it i'm just going to ask one question okay Mm -hmm. shannon you believe in heaven and hell i believe heaven and hell is what you make queen levon yes i believe there's a heaven and a hell now you didn't ask me what I yes, I'm just gonna <laughs> I guess we'll we'll pick up with that in our next conversation. Um I just I don't even know what to say. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what to say. Is uh is God what color is God? Does God have a color? Girl, we're not playing with you with that no, one. We are not playing not, with that. Not, we're not getting it. That's that's what people could look forward to in um the continuation of the series. Oh Lord. Um uh, what color is Jesus? Uh the disciples. Um what race does does that matter? They translucent. We you know what? <laughs> With that being said, uh Please tell the audience how they could get in touch with you in case they want to add two cents or have questions they would like us to discuss as we continue this discussion. Uh, give y'all information. I don't know what to do with y'all. Translucent Jesus. At this point, for me, the best way to contact with me would be through email at Shadon Booking. That's C H E D O N B O O K I N G at gmail.com. Queen Levine. LaVon Copeland on all social media um, 
platforms and my website also is lavoncopeland.com. Boom. Uh, if you enjoyed part one of this debate, if you would like to add your two cents, make sure you connect with me or the Queens. And uh, if your comment is interesting enough, we'll go ahead and bring our uh, seasoning to the matter. Uh, you could do that also at defineuradio.com. Until next time, remember, have conversations that make you think, feel, and do something that makes a difference. Uh You have been listening to Define You Radio After Dark Conversations. If you learn something, don't keep it to yourself. Share with your friends, family, and foes. Make sure you go over to defineuradio.com and subscribe for our monthly giveaways and more. 